you're talking about our uh, hey everybody welcome to the pre-show this is where we talk about what we're going to do on the show real easy this week just talking about all the books coming out the preview show every monday tell your friends um tell your comic book shops you know usually they're doing D on mondays that's what my comic shop does still i think maybe warhammer but you can play this in the background who yeah. wouldn't love that and then let us know in the chat and we'll give you a shout out I mean, that's how the internet works, right? Anyway, that's how the internet friends. works. Luther's the best ones. And I think my favorite one, not the best one, Gene Hackman, I think Andy's right, is still the best. We're not talking about voice actors. You know, that's a different, different that's thing. a whole different ball of wax. No, yeah, for real. But man, I mean, he's a big douchebag, but Kevin Spacey really did a good job, I think. Yeah playing Lex Luthor in a movie that was kind of a subpar movie. It has some great moments in it, that movie. Very remember, memorable moments, but Gene Hackman for sure. Is yeah. Gene Hackman for sure. It's, it's terrific. And then like you said, John Cryer. You yep. know. John Cryer um, from Supergirl did a good job too. Yeah. yeah. And even um, uh, uh, what's his name from Smallville? Oh yeah, I don't remember that dude's name, but he wasn't technically Lex Luthor. He Michael, was yeah, Michael something. Mike, Michael, yeah, he has a podcast now. Yeah, Rosenbaum. Yeah, Rosenbaum. Yeah, he he did a good Lex Luthor too. Yeah, I liked that. I definitely liked that version of the character, but I mean, technically, that really wasn't like Lex Luthor, wasn't that like Luthor's son or something? No, that actual, no, because I don't um, know. It, yeah, that so Smallville got really convoluted when it started doing the whole entire like. Because I remember watching it, and it's like the season yeah. finale happened as this big like catastrophe, and like the very next episode of the next season, whatever it was, it's like it just rewound the whole entire day, and it's like, oh, nothing happened. Well, yeah, I mean, he changed. <laughs> yeah, I, he did that in the first movie too, and it was kind of a <laughs> let down. You know, back then people loved it. People were like, oh, of course, that's how everything is supposed to work. But that's why we have that's the. That's why we that have the Donner cut for, and that's so much better. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I adore that shit, man. I adore that shit. Um. Cool. Did more seedlings today. Thank goodness Monday is over. As soon as I was off work, you know. Oh yeah, it was terrible at putting work. Putting seeds, putting seeds right in some dirt, getting my garden going a little bit early. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, but I do have the space. Even if it does get a little bit out of control, I can do some shit inside. So, still very happy. Still so much work to do, but man, I love doing my garden. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. What else is going on? Anything? You got anything going on since yesterday? Since 23 hours ago? so i was i was out in the crotch and i almost accidentally fell down the steps oh nice <laughs> i know um no it's just thank goodness just kinda, you're okay uh, saw the saw the new trailer for the ghostbusters frozen empire oh, yeah it looked good i mean we looked still good, really yeah. don't know enough to know anything it's going to be a cold one that's all we know cold. it's a cold ghost um, it's like frozen I, meets ghostbusters i guess and uh yes yes uh, all the all the little things on the internet are true yes this is kind of ties up a storyline from the extreme ghostbusters and the animated series dude that is wild yes i have seen yeah. that they did bring in a so, lot of that so nostalgia. the original nostalgia wins dude with, yeah the original you know. animated series and then ghostbusters extreme had it had a storyline and this is going to finish up that storyline which are 40 years in the making or something like that or you amazing know. amazing yeah we're talking about the uh ghostbusters thing taylor 
how it's like leaning into some of the animated shows a little bit, some storylines from the animated shows. Oh, well, that's a that's a fun yeah. poll then. If you weren't up on your uh, Ghostbusters lore, honestly, not really. Um, <laughs> you have to do your homework on this show. It's for, yeah, right. You have to do homework. Let's do it. Let's get into this shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Somebody wake up, Hicks. Don't fall asleep. Oh, finally we do a show. We're not going up against football. episode of this geek of comics outright geekery's comic book shit talk show shit talk show oh that reminds me taylor last year i'm pretty sure you went it's, it's kind of out of character but it's more of a social event than a sporting event but didn't you go to like a super bowl thing last year i did and i probably will yeah. again this year yeah so maybe we should just call off the the super bowl show because a no one wants to watch us when the biggest event in the world <laughs> is on tv and I mean, I'd like to probably sit around and just, I like the commercials, you know, I like, you know, seeing half Usher is going to be there. What? That's going to be dope. It's going to be great. So yeah, we'll probably call that one. We'll talk about it later until we get, uh, everybody knows uh, what's going on. So uh, awesome. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, happy birthday, Eli or Leroy. Happy birthday. Comic Many happy boy. returns. Yeah, Happy birthday, uh, man. Awesome. We're here to talk about all of the new comic books coming out this week. Okay. Some of them come out Tuesdays. Some of them come out Wednesdays. Some of them are available right now if you know where to look. Thanks for the like, Brandon. We appreciate it. If you know how and where to look. Um, as always, if you see something, chat, say something. If we talk about a book and then go on with the delay on the stream, all you got to do is let us know in the chat. We'll go back and we'll talk about a damn book. So... Awesome. Animal Pound number one over at Boom is getting a reprint. Deservedly nice. so. Really cool issue. Yes. Really cool issue. I'm just now realizing it's only four issues. I guess that's enough to tell this story. So that makes sense. Coda number five, House of Slaughter Pen and Ink number one. This is where they reprint everything in black and white. I get it. You know, it's a good book. Everyone wants that. Orcs the Gift number two, All Ages Read. Um, Pine and Merrimack gets a second printing for issue number one. That was an okay book. I was expecting a little bit more. It's kind of like a crime couple, you know, solving. It's, it was all right. And then Sirens of the City wraps with issue number six. We also get some Power Rangers, of course. But, oh, well. There you go, Boom. Boom's kind of been letting me down the first year. Come on, Boom. Spring's around the corner. Let's do it. Let's get it going. DC Comics. Moving on to DC. Alan Scott. Green Lantern, number four of six. Uh, this has been an okay book. I like these sort of time capsule sort of books i think i finally remembered the, the name of it so yeah looking back at old characters putting new spins on them different spins telling a story that also impacts the present in some cases so yeah really fun really fun shit yeah, i mean this one in particular right like uh, alan scott has uh been kind of reimagined as a uh lgbt character in recent years but of course back in the 40s when they were first producing him that was not the case you know because they would yeah Never yeah. Well, it was, but that's how that's how retroactive continuity works. You know, he always yes. was. Once he is, he always was. So, and they're leaning that's, into that that's with what this being series, a comic so, book yeah. fan is. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, back at number 428, Robin Lives gets a second printing um, with that cool Mike Mignola cover. Um, yeah, it was just okay. Just like we predicted, when Robin didn't die, it was just a regular episode, or a regular episode, regular issue of Batman. Yeah. You know, and nothing yeah, exciting really happened. So, Batman and Robin, Batman and Robin annual for this year is coming out. That looks okay. Nice cover of Damien there. Um, Batman Offworld number three. Been waiting on this one. Jason Aaron's Batman in Space epic. Um, pretty good so far. First two issues were great. A lot of uh, action getting us from point A to point B, filling in all these weird gaps that you're going to have to fill in. If you're taking Batman into alien country, like basically Star Trek meets Batman. Um, yeah, but Jason Aaron's a pro. He did it very easily, and it's hard not to get excited about it. I mean, look, he's riding like a big space dog. Like, I mean, this is a very Jason Aaron story. You know, he's just he's doing all like the it is. let's have fun with our toys type of mentality. Like and a, yeah, he it looks like a hell beast off of Apocalypse. <laughs> It might oh, be right, you know, right. Like, could be a literal that, you know. But yeah, and of course, Batman so would do that too. He'd just be like, "Oh, yeah, I just I tamed this untamable, untamable hell beast from Apocalypse." Yeah. So you know, I need a and new Batman. Like, this is a very out there Batman story. I mean, literally, but like it still feels very quintessentially Batman because like you can like see how yeah, Batman sure. is like you know w- finding out the weaknesses. He's you know making Training, himself better basically. and we know yeah. at the end of this he's yeah. just going to fucking curb stomp all over like boss alien dude whatever his name is yeah very excited about that one um batman superman world's finest 2024 also gets an annual i mean i hate it when they put the annuals all out on like the same wednesday because you're they're asking more for them and yeah. they're you know annuals tend to be very unimportant in the context of the stories that are actually going on yeah, I mean, there's lots of different ways, I guess, to approach annuals. Like, Marvel did that thing last year where all the annuals were, like... Um, One story. Like, yeah. part of some bigger story or whatever. And I guess that's an okay way to do it. But usually they like are just, either. like, here is something outside of whatever story arc is going on. Just, you know, take it or leave it type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of that either. Um, DC Power 2024, number one. One of these big anthology books. A lot of uh, creators doing their thing. Um, ten dollars, ten dollars for that one. Again, another hard sell, hard sell. Uh, Power Girl Uncovered number one just collects a bunch of covers starring Power Girl. Nothing wrong with that. Just really a pinup book. Not not my cup of tea either. Um, here it is, big book of the week. Maybe two. Well, no, this this is the only big book of the week, man. Over at DC. Are you kidding me? I just, I don't know why I'm clicking on it. There's no solicit. But Tom Taylor, Ivan Rice. Beast World number six of six is Gar gone forever. Um, what is going to happen with Dr. Hate being finally revealed to be Raven? What is going to happen with Waller's plan, ultimate plans coming to fruition? Is Peacemaker going to stop being such a douchebag? Um, man, what a great book. This has been a really, really fun event, man. Nobody yeah, I mean, this has oh. been, like, a really solid event. I mean, they are really pumping these things out. Issue 5 was last fucking week, you know? Yeah, I mean, they have a roadmap now. They want to get there as fast as possible. So, yeah, I'm stoked for this, dude. I'm really stoked for this issue. Um, uh, 
when they had the like Justice League are going away, now the Titans are going to be the new Justice League. It really didn't feel like that was actually happening. Um, but now after Beast World, yeah, it's happening. Okay, the Justice League members are still around. Superman's got his own problems to deal with. Batman has been like a werewolf for for a period of time, especially in, is you know even though it's just in this event, he's got a lot of shit going on where he's you know Bat Family or something. Wonder Woman's on the run, literally from the government. Green Lantern's out in space. Flash has his own shit going on. They're really doing a great job showing you why there isn't really a Justice League right now, while keeping all of the Titan stuff, except for Nightwing, basically condensed into one book. They haven't done that in a while, and I can see why hindsight being twenty twenty, why DC wanted to do it this way, um, and I think it's working just spectacularly. I think they're doing just a great job. Dawn of DC, and so far, has been just a huge success. Night tears, you know, wasn't great, but you know, got to give, you got to give and take a little bit. Trinity special number one. This is a rough one. Basically, this collects all of the backup stories in the first several issues of Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what this is? That's what this is. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. Yeah. I thought, like, when you said, like, oh, well, I thought this would be a big book, but no, if that's all that this is, this is just, you know, a reprint, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's just well, a that's reprint. Lame. That's some fun covers. For, in the cheapest version of this is six bucks. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Moving on. Why are you asking six dollars for something we already have? No mm. shit. No shit. So uh, Marvel Comics, uh, moving on. Amazing Spider-Man number 252 facsimile. Does anyone know the importance of issue of Amazing Spider-Man number 252? Um, is that the first appearance of Punisher? First no. black suit appearance. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, Very hold close. on. First okay, hold black the fuck suit on. appearance in a Spider-Man book. There we go, because that is okay. an important distinction there. It yes, is. The first black it suit is. appearance was in uh, Secret, Secret Wars. Wars. Three or four, three or four. One of those, but it was in yeah, it was those. in the advanced Secret Wars. Yeah. So this is a this is a milestone with an asterisk. I will. Yeah, say. and that's why I think they're giving a, a twenty five copy investment or incentive. You know, they're still selling it for five bucks, but it's a real huge incentive for shops to just have it. Um, I think this is like preparing for like you know free comic book day to have something to give out to people that is really free, nearly and really cheap nearly but really fun very yeah. you know yeah uh all right avengers inc number five uh i know you've been enjoying this i think this might be the last issue maybe there's another one um al ewing leonard kirk uh it's been good i don't know it's hard for me to keep up with it because there are just so many damn books like this going out books that really feel like they're ancillary to the 616 you know this book really doesn't feel like it's happening within the context of the yeah. overall continuity but it, that's a bigger overall problem at it Marvel. does feel rather self-contained it does feel rather yeah. just like a ancillary is a good word for it sure but like that's it has been fun yeah, it know, has. yeah having like taking like the noir approach to like a superhero comic is pretty neat um it's a neat turn for janet it's a neat way to introduce uh not vision, you know, I forget what I'm fixing. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you reading this, Andy? No. I've been oh, moving on. <laughs> no. It's one I wouldn't necessarily recommend like wholeheartedly, but I've been enjoying it and you know I I wouldn't not recommend it, you know. Nice. Uh all right, a book talk about pumping out the books. Five dollars ships at Arsky's latest drift into Basically, a what if future story. Uh, Daniel Acuna yeah, perfectly um, doing the art 
uh, Avengers Twilight number two. I enjoyed this a lot, this first issue. Yeah. Like, first all, issue all of these little, like, possible future, like, what-if type scenarios, they're kind of hit or miss, but this one was a hit for me, at least in that first issue. It basically does read, like, uh, Captain America's version of Dark Knight Returns. You know, this is Star Spangled Avenger Returns, or Sentinel of Liberty Returns, yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, Brave New World, you know, styling there. Um, just, yeah, very well done. I, I had such yeah. a really good time with this, man. Go ahead, Andy. I'm looking forward to this issue. Yeah, me too, man. I want to show off this uh, Greg Smallwood cover, if it even comes in. Oh, hell yeah. It's kind of grainy. But, dude, that is cool, man. That, that is, is still just, a nice cover. Wow. That is such a cool cover, man. Holy, I don't even know what it is. It's pretty basic. It almost looks like a romance novel cover, you know. But <laughs> I suppose. man, it's just it, it's uh, just perfect. It's so well done. Well, Greg Smallwood, especially um, knowing these characters. Yeah, most recently, Greg Smallwood was working on that uh that uh Human Target book with Tom King last year, and uh, yes. he does good with his like pulpy style. That does look like an old like Maltese Falcon movie poster or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a much better way to put it than the dumb way I put it for, for sure. Um, Captain Britain by Betsy Braddock, trade paperback. Uh, yeah, this was one of the worst books. Um, I don't want to say worse. Worse is like makes it seem like it was trash. It was actually okay, but low tier X books when it was coming it out. It was one of those books that was easily crowded out, you know, because like yeah. there's not even just like a lot of books. There's a lot of X Men books coming out, and like just it became unmanageable yeah. to keep track of all of them. And this one was pretty low on the priority list, you know? Yeah. And it's Captain uh, Britain. Who likes Captain Britain? I like Betsy. I, they I did don't, some weird Captain Britain, shit but I love Captain Britain Betsy, over the years. Dude. Like Captain Britain <laughs> just became like the, you want to read the weird other world shit book. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love that magic shit. You know, I, I just love those characters that we don't see, you know, uh, uh, that fl who's that flag dude who wears all black in the flag. What's he? I don't know. The whole Braddock family Jack, is fucking not... great. Yeah, Union Jack. The whole damn okay. family is fucking weird. And they got, like, wizards and shit living in... Oh, yeah, like, uh, awesome. her other brother is, like, basically omnipotent, uh, Jamie Mavericks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love them so much, dude. Um, So we get Carnage, Daredevil Born Again, Gallery Edition for 50 bucks. Probably a good buy. Fifty bucks isn't bad. Gallery editions are just beautiful with you know all kinds yeah, of covers and, and all kinds. This of This is one of the this is one of the all time classic Daredevil stories, you know. Yeah. yeah, and that whole Born Again, just the that those two words together, it's just so hot right now. For Born MCU. Again yeah. is like the black suit for Spider Man, or it's like you know yeah. the dark. It's like the Phoenix Saga for the X Men. It's one of those yep. things where like it's this iconic story that every time you see like an adaptation, you expect they're eventually going to take their pass at doing this, you know? Yeah. Like exactly. uh, the, the, the Netflix show did it. They did born again for season three, you know? Yeah. They're actually calling the upcoming series born again. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get some more of that, but we'll see how it goes. I still don't think um, Marvel really knows what they're doing there, but uh, moving on a probably a big book this week. I don't know. Steve Fox, Vincenzo Carudu, Karatu. Um, all of the Avengers who apparently passed away during the last Hellfire Gala where Orcus, you know, made their move. I'm sure you're becoming. Isn't that what I said? You said Avengers. Oh, my bad. X-Men who died. None of the Avengers are coming back. But right here, Prodigy, Frenzy, Jubilee, Dazzler, and Cannonball. What a motley crew. Um, so, yeah, they died at the last Hellfire Gala, and now they're coming back. Yeah, something. they were all set to be the... Uh the x-men out of that hellfire gala but then fucking nimrod uh fucking cratered them so 
<laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this looks okay. I definitely am going to read the first issue. But uh, with the whole Krakoa age winding down, fall of X, falls of the powers of 10, whatever the hell is we were getting those two books, it just feels like this is just going to be more of the same. It's almost like riding a dying horse, you know? I'm How far am I going to get? How far am I going to get? I don't have that well attitude because... I don't mind that like we're coming to the end of this era or whatever, but for me, this is a lot like that Captain Britain book from earlier. There's only so right. much money and time I can devote to the X-Men, and this one is not a high priority grab for me. Exactly. You're yeah. reading X-Men. You're reading uh, X-Force. You're reading Wolverine. You're reading two other books that they're putting out. Oh, and Resurrection of Magneto. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. You can do a lot more with less. Well, they need the thing about it is I've read an article recently, and it wasn't even an article. It was more Tom Brevort putting out um, a Q&A sort of thing. People were asking him questions, and he said, well, we have to put out a certain number of books in each family of books in order to you know, basically make our nut, and that's why we get so many X-Men books. And it's just like, wow. I don't know. Deadly Hands of Kung Fu Gang War, number two. Um, Greg Pak, he definitely knows how to write this character. Gang War has not been great. Um, I haven't read as much of it as I probably should to be able to make that that statement. But from what I have read, it's like I don't want to read any more of it. It just was so bad. So, yeah, there you go. Moving on. Incredible Hulk number eight. This is a book you should get. Phil Kennedy Johnson, Nick Klein, um, putting out one of the coolest talk. I'm not going to say best. All right, I'm going to say cool. All right, we're only eight issues in, but then dealing with all of this horror shit and almost kind of tropey horror. Like, here's your redneck, you know. Here's your Cthulhu. Yeah, a lot, it's been very monster of the. It's been very monster of the week, yeah. but it's been a lot of fun. Like, I they did start off with like Appalachian Cthulhu, and then they moved on to like some Florida like depression monster from a swamp and how yeah we're uh, we're in a southwestern ghost world war ii ghost rider i gotta be more specific with southwestern ghost rider because there's a lot of those but yeah oh he's awesome he's got a fucking rocket launcher fucking cool i can't wait to read that it looks so damn fun dude <laughs> yeah um all right we get 125 dollar the early years of danny ran the iron fist okay if you want to see the first appearance of saber tooth oh he's look he's right there on the fucking cover I yeah i mean um this is one of those fun facts that like saber tooth did debut as an iron fist villain nothing to do with wolverine but yeah, then not they, a mutant he's not a wolverine character yeah. he's become wolverine's yeah. nemesis since then but um yeah. Honestly, I mean, even right now with the whole Sabretooth war, I think we're going to talk about there's that. There's not much Iron Fist I'd want to go back to read before the uh, the Immortal Iron Fist. Hero, I want to read Heroes that for Hire. Fraction I'm going to read Danny. If I'm going sure, to read yeah. Danny, I'm just going to read Heroes for Hire because I want to read Luke. I mean, too. to be honest, the characters who appear so predominantly as part of a team, it's usually because they can't hold their own book very well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Marvel Voices Legends number one uh, is coming out with a, a couple few pretty cool looking um, variant covers. Miguel O'Hara Spider Man 2099 hits issue number five. We get this Secret Wars Battle World number three. I haven't been reading this. I really should check it out, but man, I it's forgot so this hard was coming to go. out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The, the shelves are just so damn full. Um, Sabretooth and the Exiles gets collected. Uh, Spider Boy hits issue number three. 
uh, way too much Spider Boy. Okay, I, I'm not into Spider Boy. It's hard for me to to even wrap my head around the idea of Spider Boy. But we do get Silent Ahmed and Juan Ferreira's spine tingling Spider Man number four. This I never would have dreamed. This is the best Spider Man book coming out right now, and I was yeah. surprised. And Miles to hear Morales say is that. a good fucking book. It's it, really it is, good. but this yeah, has this been is great. This is gorgeous. This is probably the best like Spider-Man horror book I've ever read. And I get that that's a pretty short list, but still, this has been fantastic. Yeah, yeah this has yeah, been good. So damn cool. Yeah, so damn cool. I love the art. I don't like this character here, but oh no, he looks goofy as shit. But like Rekgar or something like that. But then look, they give you beautiful pages like this. Just oh my goodness, look at that. Just. Juan Ferreira just killing it on the art. And that's the real reason to buy this book. No slam on Salad and Ahmed's uh, writing at all. But yeah, that shit's dope, dude. Uh, all right, moving on. Some Star Wars. Dr. Afra hits issue number 40. We do get a logo variant, uh, which I don't really understand how why Dr. Afra has a logo variant because she's I don't only ever appeared in the a comics. Logo variant. No, if there's if it just says Star Wars, you know, sure, uh, that's cool because that's recognizable. But okay, sure, the, yeah. the Star Wars crawl, logo, the, the opening cover. crawl is iconic. I I get that, but like, I don't know. You can't even like with like the black background. This wouldn't even be good to take to a con to get it like drawn on or something. You know, it's just kind of a yeah, right, right. It's an and I mean that's it's her, an un her logo. That's the yeah. logo for her book. I get it, but. I just I don't understand the logo variant. I just don't get it. Uh, all right, here it is. This is easily the book I'm looking forward to the most. We didn't get a chance to talk about Wolverine 41 in the start of uh, Sabretooth War. But, man, as a longtime Wolverine fan, right, like long, long time, I love it when a writer who's been writing Wolverine for a long time finally gets a chance to write Sabretooth. You know, I just adore it. Um Simone Bianchi jumped on a book uh, for art. I don't remember who the fucking writer was. It might have been Mark Millar doing it, but him and Sabretooth hooked up in there. Honestly, gosh, I think it was Jeff Loeb, the one you're talking about. I think, that? That was, I think so. But it was some, it was Bianchi on there, remember? It, it was. was yeah, that's... Big two panel spreads of Wolverine and Sabretooth, and I would just stare at them for, oh my gosh. I'd be like, oh, look at all the detail and, and all the awesome there. Um, so writer and artist teams really work together when they find something they love. And it really looks like Ben Percy, uh, Victor Lavalle, who wrote the Sabretooth book, that, even that Exiles book that we just talked about a minute ago. But Corey Smith. And it really just looks like they have. Look, okay, oh, look at that. Just wonderful stuff. Just the son of a bitch that Sabretooth is to Logan, you know, just a petty grudge that he holds forever. Oh, I love it. Oh, look. Oh, fucking kill you. Oh, I love it, man. I cannot wait for this. I'm so, so, so excited for this book. Um, all right, man. Moving on to everything else. A big, big book from Dynamite this week. Lilo and Stitch number one. Definitely picking this up. Um, it's Greg Pak writing it. Julia uh, Gio Camino doing the art. Uh, yeah, this is going to be fun, dude. Dynamite Did Lilo and Stitch so come out well. like... 30 tw like 25 years ago now or something when did it come yep. out yep. it's like the early 2000s right yep. it's, yeah it's been out a while but yeah fuck me well dynamite's been killing it with all these you know adaptations taking disney stuff and and just making their own sort of thing out of it so yeah i'm really excited 
to read this. I'm really so to read Leon Stitch. I'm looking for fun. I'm looking for a fun comic I can hang out and kick it with my kid, you know, and me and her can watch or read a comic kind of together. Bunch of variant covers for this. Uh, fold gold gold uh, foil covers. You know what I'm saying? Two authentics blank covers. You know. Uh, yeah, these are going to be great, dude. Rousseau color bleed with the, uh, you know, the negative space. Just really fun stuff, dude. Uh, Pathfinder, Wake the Dead, number five. Uh, Sheen and Queen of the Jungle, uh, number five. But that Lilo and Stitch book, that's going to be a winner. I'm very excited to, to get my hands on that. All right, then we have everything else. Um, there's not really much this week. American Psycho, number three. Beowulf hits issue number four. Um, Dark Side hits issue number 10, the story about kind of the demon-possessed amusement park. It's gone a little bit too long. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we've got to the point now we just have to care about these characters and stuff. Really, I care about the park. And <laughs> we're leaning a lot more into the characters. But it's still Joshua Williamson. He knows how to write a book. So, uh, Ooh, great cover there with the monster in the popcorn vending machine. Uh, Dead Lucky, number 11, continues the massive verse. Uh, Devil That Wears My Face, number 406. David Peepas's Mad Cave book about a demon who jumps from priest to priest, basically. Yeah, this is um, very... Scary as shit. Scary shit, dude. Yeah, it's scary. This is a scary book. It's so much fun. That first issue is still... It's like, that first issue just like, man, it's like, even the horror, and it's just like, ooh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, over at Dark Horse Drive, like hell, sort of demon possession book where uh, a car thief accidentally steals a demon's car. So they're trying to get the car back. Uh, I know it sounds weird, and it definitely is. Uh, all right, big book for me this week, Duke number two. Joshua Williamson, Tom Riley, Jordi Belair on colors. Love this fucking cover here. This Duke looks so fucking mean, you know. It's great shit. He's wearing his seatbelt kind of backwards. That's typically not <laughs> yeah, how you would is. put on a seatbelt. But I'm willing to overlook that. Uh, Joe or uh, Duke is on the run. The there's we saw it in the last issue. You know, stalker, uh, rock and roll catching up to him, um, and then the shit hits the fan. It is fucking great. But again, it's a good story. It's a good action story. I've already read this. No spoilers. But unless you're like a big GI Joe fan. A lot of the nostalgia, you know, little tidbits they give in there are, like, going to go way over your head. Oh, so this is one of those you, things for, like, when I read Cobra Commander and it's like, oh, hey, we're in Cobra Law. And that didn't mean a fucking thing to me. <laughs> yeah, that meant yeah. Globulus. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? And my jaw is just on the ground saying, well, yeah. where's Nemesis Enforcer? My takeaway yeah. from Globulus is, like, that's a dumb name even by G.I. <laughs> standards. It, but it is a dumb name. Bird. Uh, Burgess Meredith, though, who's like one of the greatest actors of all time in there. So, yeah, I don't know, man, but uh, there are a few things in there that you're not, you're just not going to get, but I think there is at least one or two. I know the cliffhanger at the end, you're going to be like, okay, all right, I see how things are sort of playing together, but it's still a great action-packed book that is leading into a bigger overarching universe. Um, yeah, it's just how long are they going to be continue to be able to grab on to the new fans who picked up? If they lean too much into just giving these old nostalgic hints, the new fans are going to be like, like you, Taylor. I don't get it. I don't give a fuck. I'm out. You know, 
I'm not necessarily out, but like, yeah, like. But they need to get the show on the it fucking. It was like road. when I was watching Ahsoka, right? Like I didn't watch Rebels, so like a lot of these right. things, I I can tell this would mean a lot more to me if I was someone like Dave who had watched the show. Like I can tell yeah. reading that the first issue of Cobra Commander was like, I bet Gomer is it's like, freaking out, fucking mind right now. <laughs> yeah, I bet Gomer, and it did. My mind fucking exploded. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. They're going en- there. I still enjoyed the issue, and I'm still going to pick this one up. So good, yeah. good. I'm so glad you're hanging on, dude. Because we used to do the moment of destruction with the IDW shit, and you would just like go quiet for like 15 minutes. Remember that? Remember those days? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, hell, like Transformers though is a good example where like there's nothing there that I'm not able to follow. You know, like I feel like it's right. very new reader friendly. Well, I yeah. I like to think it's also really enjoyable for the old uh, for people who wear its old hat, like with you. You know, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's really more vo- Void Rivals. Like, no one would be enjoying vo- Void Rivals unless you're a Transformers fan, unless you saw Jetfire at the end, unless you saw the Quintesson, you know? Um, but, I mean, the story that they're telling there is just, it's like boilerplate. It's, I've, I've read it before. You know, I've read it before. Uh, moving on, Edenwood hits issue number four over at Image Comics. Uh, there's a new Fearless book out. This is issue number three of four. Oh, it's actually Fearless Dawn. That's her name. Fearless Dawn is the character's name. Sorry. Uh, Real American Hero, the new G.I. Joe relaunch by Larry Hamm, is getting a second printing. Again, every issue they put out an image of this book has gotten a second printing. That's a huge deal. That is just a really, yeah. really huge deal. Uh, Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer, hits issue number five. Um, Holmes and Houdini hits issue number one. Uh, let me see if I can actually find a cover. This is weird. Because this is like a Xenoscope book. Usually they lean really hard into the cheesecake. This looks like it's really taking a twist on some action. Um, I'm sure there's really going to – definitely going to be some cheesecake in the book. I'm sure. But it but is like, nice to see Xenoscope sort of uh, spacing out. standards, out that is bit. extremely restrained, yes. Yes, for sure. Um, this is kind of a weird book. Jill and the Killers. It's an Oni Press book. Uh, black and white, obviously. Um, but Rising Stars uh, creators, um, let's see here. Returning to school after the unsolved disappearance of her mom, teenager Jill Estrada can't wait for things to return to normal, even as her friends become obsessed with Box Killers, a true crime subscription game where each month's quote-unquote unsolved case is custom ta- tailored to the life of its player. There's only one catch. Jill's game seems to be too real, and when her clues begin to connect to a series of disappearances in her town, Jill and her friends must uncover the truth. Um, so it's kind of like oh. a, an app that is steering these these high schoolers to solve actual crimes. Yeah, I'm really intrigued by this. I'm definitely going to check it out. Yeah. Um, the art looks really fantastic. Good. You know, I, I have ter- feelings of Terry Moore here in the art. So, yeah, dude, I'm stoked. I'm going to check the hell out of that shit. I'm, I can't wait. Looks like a really fun book. Uh, Philadelphia hits issue 33. King Spawn, number 30. It wouldn't be a week at Image Comics without a McFarlane book. Local Man, number 9, is really fun. It's basically a 90s superhero in the modern age. It's You have to be a certain age of comic book reader to, to really love and understand that book. And I do. It's great. Uh, Moon Man, over an image. Kyle Higgins and, wait for it, Kid fucking Cootie. I had to ask oh, my wow. kid who Cootie was. You shouldn't have had to because he's like, I'm out of it, man. I'm out he, of the he's been, No, I'm saying like your kids might be too young to know who that is. I, I, think I never heard of the guy. For a I while. never yeah. heard of the fucking guy. He's been around. I, remember I asked uh, Leroy one time, what the fuck is a Wu-Tang? 
But that's a different uh. story. I know. <laughs> I'm just out of it, it dude. Music is just isn't my thing, man. But, uh, yeah, whatever went wrong on a failed moon mission, whatever happened in the missing minutes the camera didn't catch, seems like it's got part of a, you know, conspiracy thing, sci-fi thing, true sci thing. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I'll definitely check it out. Uh, some fun covers for that one as well. Um, Oz Kingdom of the Lost. That's a Xenoscope. That Xenoscope book is full on cheesecake. Don't even get me started there. Um, Rick and Morty have, have a new book coming out. If you're a fan of Rick and Morty, the TV show, you will always love the comic book. Always. They're, it's never failed for me. Uh, Somna hits issue number two over at Distillery. This is Becky Clunan and Tula Lote's book. Uh, first issue was solid there. I think Dave actually had it for um, his top three the week the first uh, issue came out. So, uh, Squish and Squash, All Ages Read over at Keen Spot. Picard Academy hits issue number five uh, in the All Ages Star Trek book. Um, Siphon Volume 2, The Agent Number 2. Um, the first issue this was kind of weird. Uh, I'm still going to read the second issue. I'm not even sure really how to explain it. Um, there's a lot of moving parts. There's magic and maybe time travel and big adventure. And I don't know. It's it's fun. Uh, Ribbon Queen, issue number 7 of 8. It's a great horror story over at AWA. Um, yeah, Dave fucking loves the hell out of that book. Uh, Void Rivals, as we talked about, uh, issue two, three, four, and five are all getting second printings. And I think, I mean, Andy, tell me if I'm wrong. Like the only small press book besides Duke that really should have anyone excited is World Tree number seven. There's just not a yeah, lot Tree, from the smaller press this week. I mean, World Tree is just a really great book. I mean, yeah, it's basically a horror book. It's an internet horror book. Where there's an internet under the internet, and if you see it, you fucking go crazy and die. Oh yeah, you go crazy. <laughs> yeah, you go and crazy. It's I do basically I, a bunch some, of folks trying to solve that problem. I don't remember what issue it was, but there was one uh, a while back where they had a, basically a philosophy argument in the middle of the book, and it's just like holy crap, and it's like yeah. Oh, but it wasn't boring. It's James Tynion writing it. Yeah, it wasn't oh, boring. God, it was just really good. It's it was James really Tynion like, writing it. Yeah, he wrote it. He wrote the whole thing very, very well. The I've art seen in the it vertical is vertical just... bars like that you just did by accident a moment ago. Yeah, I, I hit the wrong button. We, uh, I, the wrong I button. didn't even know that was an option. I know it's terrible. <laughs> uh, this your is the one I like. Too, when I'm front, is front too big. You need to you need to shrink yeah. yourself down a little bit. And then there's this one, which <laughs> We're just I also going all hate. over the place. I hate that one too. But there we uh, go. Much better. Yeah, those are the books, oh. man. Those are the books coming out this week. Uh, the big two is really kicking it. Wolverine, you know, Duke number two is probably the small press book I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, Beast yeah. World, dude. Beast World yeah. number six. Cannot wait for that book. Cannot wait. What else? Dead X-Men? No one else is going to read Dead X-Men. I might. I don't think out, I'm going to get but... Dead X-Men, no. Um, I'm looking forward to Avengers Twilight number two. That's probably my yeah, Avengers most Twilight, anticipated yeah. book this week. I was yeah. really, I was very impressed by that first issue. I was, I was feeling too, a little man. like, hesitant about that first issue it's like okay they've really been pushing this so i'll give it a shot and it is chip sadarsky and daniel Acuna, so that's a great creative team but like you know i usually don't go for these like little elseworld stories but that was really good i'm definitely yeah. looking forward to this one chip's elseworld books are really great he did that spider-man life story that was like through the decades that was fantastic um yeah so it's gonna be a good week of comics y'all and we're gonna talk about all of those comics on monday please come back we want to thank you all for hanging out. Check out the Bullies. Happy birthday, Leroy. The Happy Bullies birthday. had a show last Happy night. Birthday, they talked man. about comics, talked about movies, news, you know. Um, 
video games sometimes. They talk about all kinds of shit. Check them out. If you want links to everything that they've got going on and everything we got going on, OutrightGeekery.com is your spot. All the audios, visuals, um, socials, all that good stuff, including the um, uh, the page, the group page on Facebook, No Bullying. Go over there, check that out. Join up. You will definitely have a great time. Uh, what else was I going to say? No. All right, yeah, definitely come back Monday. We're not going to be here for the Super Bowl. That's two weeks, two weeks to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so we should be here next Sunday. Yeah, yeah we'll be here Sunday and Monday, and then next week, no show. So, yeah, definitely come back. We really appreciate y'all hanging out. Thanks again, but most of all, thanks to these guys for hanging out hey, with hey. this guy. Good times. We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. Gosh, I don't know what threw me. <laughs> <laughs>